0: Welcome to Walking the Path podcast with Rahelio Diaz. And today we're going to be discussing going from darkness to light, the healing journey, the transformational journey, the spiritual journey, right? There's so many on the spiritual path walk, and it's inevitable once you awaken. But we all have different paths, we all have different journeys, and it's all unique. It's all so designed just for us, just for you. And sometimes we we have a hard time believing that this is really for us, that this journey is is really how it's supposed to happen. But I'm letting you know that when you walk your own path, there will be so much so much light to find and it's going to be your light you can see other people's light too but it's going to be your light but that it comes from that darkness it comes from being transmuted from that from that pain doing the shadow work doing the inner work not suppressing not suppressing what you've been trying to run from and that's how the transformation occurs know through that experience maybe maybe right now you're you're going through some challenging times and you you don't know what to do you're trying to figure it out You had the same freaking patterns coming up over and over again and you're trying to change but for whatever reason you just can't there's always an excuse guys you have to be able to look at yourself And again, take it it from somebody. Everything that I speak about, I've lived. Everything that I share about, I've lived. So again, take it from somebody who's been there. And to some extent, there's still things that, again, I'm always, always doing the work. There's a couple things that we can never escape from. Pain, consistent work, and change. There's always change. It's always occurring, right? It's inevitable. But when you're able to look at yourself, when you're able to see that this thing that you're avoiding, that these emotions that you're avoiding to feel are actually what's gonna cause you to grow, what's gonna cause you to let out more light. You know, kids are afraid of the dark, but many adults are afraid of their own light. And when you stop becoming afraid when you stop being afraid of your own light. You're gonna be able to see those shadows a little clearer, and you'll be able to sit with yourself. And you'll be able to love yourself that much more. But it takes work. That's that's really how the transmutation is done. The darkness to light, and it's not. There is there isn't even any darkness, right? Just this, just this. But you do that. Through letting it express itself. Why do you think when you cry, you feel good? And Did you know that 60% of what's actually in your tears is cortisol? Is stress being released, physically released from the body. That's also why you feel good. But, you know, you're, you're told growing up, hey, don't cry. Because other people feel uncomfortable. Because they don't want to see you in pain for whatever reason, you know, but it always has to do with them one way or another. And they feel uncomfortable. So when you're able to, and it's not, I don't even want to say invest in yourself because there's other ways to do it, but when you're willing to invest in yourself or when you're willing to ask yourself the right questions and go deeper into yourself, you really get to see what's going on and it comes into your awareness and these micro shifts in awareness tell you a lot about where you've been, where you're going but most importantly where you are. When You're able to look at yourself, you, you see where you are and you, you just, you, it's so easy to just observe observe your patterns, observe these self-sabotaging uh rituals that that we all have but when you're able to observe them you're also able to change them because you're aware now right you're aware of what's happening and these i mean these are these are real common obstacles when trying to transmute your darkness to light. Your, your paradigm your the old self doesn't want to change it doesn't want to grow or expand. It wants to stay the same. And this is where will, will comes in. It's one of our superpowers. Will and imagination, as Bob, Pro- Bob Proctor says. You can utilize just those two abilities, gifts that we have. You'd be surprised where you can get done. Be surprised how much you can change yourself. With just a look, just some will, some will and imagination, saying you're not gonna tolerate this anymore. And yes, suffering is a part of it, because if it doesn't get so bad that you can't stand another second in that reality, very little is gonna change because it's tolerable, because it's it's manageable. Right? It hurts, but not that bad. But when you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, ho, 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 this is where we put our foot down, right? Think about your your first dark night of the soul when you first awakened. How much pain were you in? How much frustration did you have? Things had to get so damn chaotic for you to change. And it doesn't always have to be like that. But usually, 9 out of 10 times it is. And when you realize <laughs> that you have a choice now, you can start making some new choices. And Just sit and express this darkness, this trauma, and do the work, you'll find more of your light. But until you're willing to do that, until you're willing to look at yourself, could be years it could be years of repeating the same cycles over and over again and calling that life but you don't have to you ask the right questions you'll find out what's really going on. For example there was a mo- there's something called the upper limit problem right uh, Gay Hendrix talks about this and he, he says how this is this, we all have this barrier to success. Everybody, it's, it's different. Maybe it's a belief. Maybe it's just to get off. They're all connected, right? <laughs> Maybe it's just a pattern. But it happens every single time you try to progress in life. Some people call it a thermostat regulator, right? You're at 75 degrees, you're trying to move to 80. This thermostat brings you right back down. This upper limit problem brings you right back down. And I remember I was doing sales calls. At one point, right, for one of my really good friends, and I I already had the sale closed. It was it was done. I just had to send an email, finishing up, just just sharing a couple more pieces of information of what she received for joining. And I remember I was sitting in the actually this exact chair, (laughs) this exact chair in this office. And I'm like, I'm typing, right? I'm typing the email to respond and share the information. And then this wave of anxiety comes in. I'm like, oh man, here we go. Here it is. My upper limit problem, right? My self-sabotage pattern was the fear of fucking it all up right before I'm about to do something good. And I know that's an inner childhood. I know there's many experiences where I've had that. You know where I've experienced that. I've experienced that with my mom, right? I was, I was I'm a kid, and I'm about to uh, do something again. Do something good, and then I do something silly or or, or stupid, and now that now my parents are mad at me. Now I'm a bad son. Right? Now I, I ruined it. And that's also what that's also a, another common theme of, you know, you, you, you can't get too happy. Because shit's gonna go down. It's gonna be stripped right away. You're gonna mess it up, right? So that was my fear. That was that was a common reoccurring theme for me. Don't F this up. Don't F this up, Roy. You're right there, you're almost finished. And What helped me in that moment was doing what I just shared with you. I'm here, I'm sitting in the chair, and I feel this wave of anxiety, and I had to soothe myself. I had to say, all right, Roy, what's really going on? Literally, parent myself. What's really going on, Roy? And I remember thinking, like, I'm afraid. Why are you afraid? Because I don't want to f this up. What happens if you F this up? Well, if I, if I F this up, I'm a failure. I'm, I'm a loser. I can't get anything right. And that, I'm like, wow, okay. This is what's going on. We forget, we forget we have all this playing in the background, right? And I'm like, you can't get it wrong, Roy. I'm literally telling Roy, you're doing good. You can't get it wrong. You cannot get it wrong. You're doing your best, right? You can't always be your best, but you always bring your best. I'm like, okay, so I'm there. I'm, I'm there. I have my hand on my heart. I'm like, hey, it's okay. I'm here. I'm not going anywhere. It just says taking a couple breaths into the nose, out through the mouth. Like am I was literally ha- having to hold myself when this upper limit problem came up. But after that, I felt so light. I felt so good about myself. Like, hey, no, you're not a fuck up. Like, Roy, you you got this, you know? And I feel like we, in our own way, we all have this pattern, this thing that always gets in the way of moving forward, of progressing. And it always comes in at what seems to be the worst time, <laughs> right? And this is why, this is why I decided to, to transition from being a shadow work integration coach into a higher calling, embodiment guide as well. Because I know I can help people let go of that one thing, overcome that one thing that has been holding them back for years. That one thing held me back for years, right before I'm about to leap, Hold up. Where you going, Roy? This thing would come up. This thing would hold me down, keep me caged. I would keep myself caged. I would hold myself back. But I didn't know. And now I know. And I'm helping other people know. It's not, you know, it, it wasn't it wasn't getting the right program. It wasn't getting the right mentor. It was myself. It was looking at myself and being unaware of what, my, what habitual patterns were playing out in my life. Drinking, right? That was a way of self-sabotaging. Drinking every other day. Give me Pass me that half a bottle of Bombay. Like that. That wasn't good. That wasn't something that was uplifting. It didn't raise my frequency. That didn't enhance my life. It did the exact opposite. But I wasn't willing to look at that darkness. I wasn't willing to sit with myself and do what I did that day. And telling myself, I'm being there for myself, letting myself know it's gonna be all right. You have to be able to do the same for you. You have to. Because if you don't, this is how you end up 45, 50, trying to escape still, right? Putting your pain in a substance. Because you don't know how to deal with it, because you never dealt with it your whole life. And if you don't know how, then get a coach. Do something, right? Something that can help you go deeper into yourself. Go deeper into your experiences and real, and see what's going on. Because there's nothing wrong with you, right? There's nothing wrong with you. It's just something happened to you. Something happened that caused you to store trauma, that caused you to store darkness, and you think it's a bad thing. You think it's, oh man, it's, you know, some people call it demons. So demons are, are out to get me. Somebody put a, a spell on me, <laughs> right? Somebody's doing voodoo on me. But what if it's just you? What if it's just you, unhealed parts of you? Again, it's not even unhealed. There's gifts in those unhealed parts of you. A lot of people, including myself, that speak, that create content, that achieve much in life. And it's, again, not about achieving, but they, they, do, they do their mission. They do their calling. It started from pain. It literally started from pain. And I, I love what my, my buddy Robin, my buddy, she, she used to be a part of one of my community. My buddy Robin says, my pain is now my strength, <laughs> right? And that's how it starts. You know, m- many speakers, many people that have podcasts, they didn't feel hurt as a kid. Maybe they were shy. They they didn't feel it didn't feel like their truth mattered. So what are we doing now? <laughs> doing podcasts speaking, coaching, right? Showing ourselves that our voice matters, that we matter. And that's okay. I'm not saying to be egotistical about it, but I'm saying our weakest points, our most challenging times, is what brought out our greatest gifts. Can you see that? Can you really see that? see that you're a gift? Can you, see the, can you see the light in your darkness? Can you see how much love is in your darkness? Most people don't. Most people don't, but if you're seeing this, you have an opportunity to do so. You have an opportunity to change the way you view yourself. And if you change the way you view yourself, everything's going to change. Right? Forget about your external circumstances, the people around you. Don't even. That's, that's secondary. It's primary. It's how you view yourself, <laughs> right? And that's how we evolve. That's how we go through this healing journey. You, you go through these experiences. You know, you heal. Whether it's just you, whether you get some help, some support, and you realize who you really are. And once you realize who you really are, you're not a replica anymore. You know, for a while I thought I, I knew who I was. I was just trying to be like everybody else, trying to fit in, right? Talking about empaths, talking about lightworkers, starseeds. <laughs> I thought that was it. I was just trying to do what worked. You know, that wasn't my light. That wasn't me. But once you realize who you are, oh, something's different about this guy. Something's different about you. It's not trying to be something you're not. You're actually stepping into your frequency and holding on to that. It's valuable. Your frequency is valuable, and you have to be very, very careful in regards to who influences that. Because I'm, I'm a big believer, right, in mentors and coaches, but you also have to be a believer in yourself and what you're capable of, and you trusting yourself. And knowing that your spirit has you no matter what. Right? You can't always just be giving your giving and giving your, your power away. Just, just observe. Just observe and be you. <laughs> you. Be you, you're gonna find your light. You're really gonna find your light. And <sighs> start being an example for others. You'll be able to to lead yourself, right? From your light, like you're you're a light in this. If you're watching this, you're a light in this world. There's a reason why you're watching this. It's not just by accident, you know. But yeah, it's know that universe. Universe is going to find very creative ways to help you heal your light, or help you find your light to heal yourself in the way that's perfect for you. And you can you can trust that you can really really trust that guys but let me see if there's anything else i want to add for before we finish up today um i want to share one more story one more story about hmm, i guess trust right i guess trust and going back to what i just said about the universe Having its way of bringing out your light, bringing out your power. <laughs> Sometimes it's not, it's not pretty. Sometimes it's quick, it's fast, and it's uncomfortable. But the job gets done, right? A year ago, me and my girlfriend Serena were living in Flagstaff, Arizona, and. It, we, we thought we had a couple more days before we were leaving, right? We were, we were leaving to where we're at now in Austin, Texas. And we thought we had a couple more days on our, before our lease ended. But one day, <laughs> the same day that our lease ended that we didn't know about, I got a call. I get a call and this lady's saying, you know, I'm out. This lady's saying that we have to go. That if we're not out by tomorrow morning, we're going to have to pay the next month's rent. And we freaked out. We really freaked out. We're like, what? How? I swear we, we, we both just, you know, we called each other. Well, I called her after I got the call. I called Tarina. And, I'm, and we're like, I swear we had a couple more days. Nope. <laughs> Sometimes, even if you don't know, there's consequences so i dropped whatever i was doing we we both did went to the apartment and thank god thank spirit we had we had our yuha truck and that wasn't that that wasn't luck that wasn't by chance that, that that was spirit that was spirit you know so we had that we had the truck there We had to hurry up and start packing. I took a freaking (laughs) pre-workout just to get us through the night. right? I took a pre-workout, and there we are packing. Packing. We're hurrying up. Hours are flying by, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock at night, 10 o'clock at night. And, you know, I barely even got a chance to eat. And by the time, you know, we're going in and out of the apartment to the U-Haul, bringing our stuff out. By the time 12 o'clock hit, we were exhausted. We were exhausted, guys. It was like, like, we got there at six. We got back at six, and it was like four, not even, no, that's already, that's like six hours of nonstop walking back and forth, packing, walking back and forth to these freaking U-Haul. And we were done, we were like, how, how are we gonna, and it was raining. It was pouring. It was like, we were literally getting soaked coming in and out of the apartment and we're like how are we gonna do this we're so we're so exhausted and we had to find a way we had to dig so deep in ourselves because the universe said it's time you gotta go you gotta go and this lady she could have been nice about it she probably honestly if she really wanted to could have give us another day but (laughs) people are not always nice Right, leave it at that, and we we got it done at. I think it was like three in the morning. We finished at three in the morning. It was raining, getting <laughs> exhausted. Definitely a night we will never ever forget. And we ended up going to this close nearby hotel. We're actually gonna we're gonna try to drive to New Mexico because this set up, this set us behind schedule. We had we're gonna drive to New Mexico, Arizona, which was four hours away. But we were just so tired, we couldn't. So we went to the closest hotel, spend the night there, and then and Serena got sick. <laughs> she got sick because of the freaking rain. She woke up the next morning, and I couldn't drive. You know, like I couldn't drive. Do it all by myself. But at least the next stop was four hours away, in New Mexico, and we were just praying that Serena got better so we can switch on and off with the driving, right, of the U-Haul truck. <laughs> And it was, it was a huge, huge learning moment for us because when the universe wants you to move, it does what it has to do to get you out of that situation, out of that environment. Like it's time, even though you think like, really, can I get another day here? Can can it be a little less stressful? (laughs) It, It was what it was, but. It was an experience that, again, we'll never forget. And looking back now, it's like, how do you not trust that? How do you not trust that? Like The way everything played out so synchronistically, you know, it's like we had to go. We had to go, and I got a new opportunity. There are these days within arriving in Austin, Texas that, that helped me grow tremendously. I was doing sales calls. So, yeah. Yeah, guys. We just wanted to share that with you. If you're going to something. Maybe you're going through a move too. Maybe you're going through your own transition, an energetic move. Like it doesn't have to be physical. Can you trust it? Can you trust what you don't understand in those moments? I hope you can. All right. Much love, guys. Thank you for being here for listening. Thank you for spending spending your time with me. Really. All right. Much love. Until next time, and again, I put up an episode every week on Saturday. If you're enjoying this, leave a comment, subscribe, share. whatever you feel this can help, put it out there. Give back. Much love.